month of April now, but that doesn't mean with the month of March behind us that Women's History Month is any less important. And in this episode, we want to talk about some of the great women in beer in and around Western and in this case also Central New York. It's Jason with the Buffalo Brews Podcast. Thanks for joining us for this bonus episode. Back in uh, 2021 when we started the podcast, we featured a full prequel episode that featured Kelly Gilfoyle from Drink Like a Girl, a women's own organization that promotes equality and inclusivity in the craft beer industry. And at the time, she was promoting the Curtain Up event amidst what would have been at that time the third COVID lockdown in New York State. Fast forward to now, and Kelly is once again uh, hard at work for causes that benefit women as well as supporting women-owned business and women in the brewing business alike. So Kelly has teamed up with Talking Cursive Brewing Company and created Drink Like a Girl Hazy IPA. That's a a very nice 6.2 ABV that is made with Mosaic, Citra, and Simcoe hops. Talking Cursive themselves is a women and veteran-owned brewery out of Syracuse, New York. Their talented brewery has been putting out delicious brews since March of 2019. But what makes them really special is there is a genuine kindness and thoughtfulness that shines through each person on their team. At Talking Cursive, there's nothing like making beer that they know will uh, we as the consumers will love, except perhaps when that beer celebrates people, causes, and communities closest to their hearts. So that's why it's easy for me to share this announcement of the collaboration between Talking Cursive and Drink Like a Girl. How can you join in and try Drink Like a Girl for yourself? You can join them on Thursday, April the 13th at Fatty Beer Company. That's on 5 Genesee Street in the city of Buffalo. For Buffalo, uh, Buffalo's Talking Cursive, Drink Like a Girl collaboration. Uh, it's going to be a release party with free tastings where you have the opportunity to win merchandise, hang out with some awesome people, and everybody is welcome to participate. A portion of the beer's proceeds will go to the Young Women's College Prep and Girls Incorporated of Central New York. I recently had a conversation with Morgan Colhane from Buffalo Local and Content on Draft uh, ahead of putting this episode together. So she had published an article that focused on the many women in the brew industry around Buffalo and Western New York. And with her permission, I'm using some of her content uh, in this episode. But what I want you to actually do is to uh, to be able to read the full articles. And you can do that by going to their website at buffalocal.com, B-U-F-F-A, local.com. And then scroll down to the blog section and read about the uh, amazing women in beer that are in and around Buffalo. Uh, if you haven't been following them uh, Buffalo Local can be found on Instagram. You would find them at uh, Buffalo Local 716. When 
Brady Lombardo opened BTR Brews, she created a place for locals to chill, relax, and enjoy craft beer in the village of Angola. BTR Brews is less retail-focused, and they're more of a restaurant feel with that focus of what's on draft. You'll always find local beer on tap and plenty of packaged local options in the coolers when you visit this craft beer destination. For Brandy, there's more loyalty in selling local. Uh, there's uh, there's more camaraderie that comes with it, too. Uh, now we, we can move to Julie, who's been a brand ambassador at uh, Blackbird Cider Works uh, since uh, eight, 2018, and she truly enjoys introducing people to their ciders uh, and loves to tell people how they grow their own apples right there in Barker, New York. And it gives a true farm-to-table experience. So if you've ever been up in the Barker area, the big red barn out there off on a uh, country road close to the water, uh, you go in there and it's a very it's a very quaint farm feel. Uh, and I've always enjoyed going up there and enjoying their tasting room. And speaking of Blackbird Cider, can we mention Stacy? Uh, Stacy went from her own salons to joining the Cider Hall located on Chandler Street when they opened in 2018. She recently went uh, to culinary school to improve her food menu and options for private parties. Uh, we can go to Sarah from Ellicottville Brewing, who is a passionate designer and beer lover pursuing a career in the brewing industry. She always uh, enjoys the diversity of projects, the scope and depth of daily creative challenges, freedom to experiment, and the company culture at uh, Ellicottville, uh, Ellicottville Brewing Company. And she's a barrel-aged uh, brew type of woman. Hell yeah. Brittany started as a full-time bartender at Hamburg Brewing. Her love for craft beer started to grow, and she was recently promoted as a sales representative she was quoted as saying, one of my favorite parts of working for Hamburg Brewing Company is the family atmosphere from the brewers, the taproom staff, the office, the sales staff. Everybody feels like family here. The great beer also makes the job even better. And I definitely, I definitely can agree with that. So when I saw her photo in the article, I knew that I had talked with her once before uh, while she was working taps. And that happened to be at the Tap and Craft Festival in Niagara Falls. Uh, back last October. More on that very uh, soon. Tessa is a marketing manager at 12 Gates Brewing and has some of the best creative freedom that is out there. Uh, she just broke out a new concept, their Monsters and Mists series, featuring its first release of Six, uh, which is a hazy IPA called uh, Basilisk. Roll for damage because uh, Tessa says you're going to want to collect them all. And as I read this... Their release number two, entitled Siren, is just coming out. So make sure that you head over to 12 Gates uh, right now. Well, not right now. I'm recording this late at night. So when you get the opportunity to when they are open. One of my personal favorites out there is Lexi from Pressure Drop. I've had the opportunity on a few occasions to talk to Lexi. She is the chief operating officer there. I'm going to take uh, the exact excerpt from Buffalo Local where she says, quote, there's so much more that happens in the beer industry than most people know. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. There's jobs to be filled by people from many different backgrounds. She didn't have any experience working in the industry before joining Pressure Drop. However, 
She was a budding craft beer enthusiast with a background in commercial finance. So Lexi's professional background was the perfect complement to a home brewer who was looking to open up her own brewery back in 2016. Together, Lexi and Carl have grown Pressure Drop to the much-beloved destination for West Coast-inspired beer right here in Buffalo. Lexi's go-to at Pressure Drop, as she admits, is the Space Monkey series, a personal favorite of mine over there as well. Anytime it's out, that's what I drink until it's gone, because it's so limited. If you have the chance to talk with Lexi at any event, buckle up for a conversation with depth and a passion for great beer. Uh, let's talk uh, about a 1-2 team located at Community Beer Works. Uh, first, you have Christine, who started there as an intern back in 2016 while she was earning her Brewing Science and Services certification. She would later become brand ambassador and started sharing CBW's beers with the people at festivals and sampling events at stores. And then secondly is uh, Vandra, And she started working at Community Beer Works by way of Hydraulic Hearth back in 2018 as their head brewer. After the pandemic, she moved over to CBW's location on 7th Street as one of their full-time brewers. Then we look at Kim Reynolds, who is at Big Ditch Brewing Company, serving as their quality control scientist. And Reynolds was just the second brewer on board when Big Ditch opened about seven years ago previously working as a development associate analyzing chemicals at Praxair, she looked for something that gave her a little more flexibility in the life of her budding family. So from part-time to full-time, she's part of a growing number of Western New Yorkers that are leaving behind other careers to step into the careers in beer. And to that, I say bravo. Um, And we can't forget Kim's co-worker, who is assistant brewer Devin Carmen who did the exact same thing, an insurance industry crossover. I can relate there, Devin, and with a great home brewing experience. Uh, Then we're talking about Christina at Flying Bison, who used to work in environmental sciences. Step one, be seasonal, part-time, front-of-the-house employee at the tap room. Step two, evolution, and become a full-timer working brewing and operations. So more women are also owning and operating businesses uh, as uh, Jennifer, who's uh, Jennifer Newman. She's the CEO of Young Lion Brewing out in Canandaigua. It's one of the largest breweries in the state, producing about 11,000 barrels a year. And she recently acknowledged that there were only a few women owned and managed, or a few women owned and managed breweries in the United States. Brianna Hunter, one of my favorite minds in the game, who. I will say I have never had the pleasure to meet face-to-face is the co-owner of the barkeep. You may know that name because right next door is a place called Breezy Burrito Bar. Brianna's nickname, being Breezy, uh, is it's located right next door on the corner of Elmwood and Potomac. Brianna, I'm reaching out because I have to hear about your story. Uh, for one, I haven't met to one that I always look forward to uh, talking to more. Uh, Kim Pekowitz, who is the co-owner of the newly opened Twins, uh, Twin Patrol Seltzer Company located in the old Resurgence Brewing Building on Niagara Street. People, message me. I will go there with you for your first experience. Hell, give me another reason to go there. I'm actually going to be going there this coming Saturday. 
So we see so many signs of progress in the industry. And in a recent interview with WGR Channel 2, the executive director of the New York State Brewers Association, uh, Paul Leone, says that it's a sign of progress when it comes to diversifying the craft beer world, which is largely made up of white males. It's not a thing anymore to say, oh my gosh, there's a woman brewer. You just identify, you don't identify them as women brewers. You identify them as brewers because that's they're, they're just that. They're just brewers. Leon says women have been playing a strong role in the success of the industry across the state, which has added 26 breweries in the last year despite all the events of the COVID pandemic. There's still room to grow for sure, but women in the brewing industry isn't so uncommon as it used to be. And there are a number of women I didn't mention on here, but that just means that you want to read those articles for yourself. So head over to buffalocal.com and check those out. Uh, Thank you for taking in this quick bonus episode with me. Get out there and drink local. And don't forget to join us next week. Uh, Sabrina and I will be sitting down. uh, That episode will come out next Tuesday. And we'll be talking about the Collaboration uh, 3 event that took place recently at the Powerhouse, and all the great new beers that are out there, and many of those breweries influenced by the great women in brewing in western New York. All right, guys. So long. (laughs) 